Hey there, guys. Welcome back to the Next Neighbor Podcast here. I'm your host, Oscar, joined by my lovely wife. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know you had started. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, here we are now. Um, and uh, it's crazy to have you here on board with us today. The couch just seemed really comfy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, actually, that's another point here. Um, the couch. Um, uh, honestly, going to be totally truthful with you guys. We actually were setting up like a green screen in like a different area of our place here just to kind of like just just to kind of bring a new background to you guys it didn't work <laughs> it did not work and honestly we were a little bit lazy to you i mean to be honest it was more me than you i was just a little lazy to set up our normal studio how we have it here so we decided to just kind of leave it how it is normally we have the couch here and um just have a nice cozy episode for you guys today and you're enjoying it or what I was just as lazy. I was just hoping. Oh, yeah, you just put it on me? Dang, okay. Um, No, I I just was waiting and to see what you said, if it was time to set up or whatnot. Okay, well, honestly, this feels really nice. (laughs) It's it's really warm in here. We have our little tees here that you guys can't even see. And it doesn't look too bad. Let us know if you guys like this. Um, If anything, we might not even go back just how cozy this is. And honestly, the, the setting it up the other way is just annoying. It's tedious. Like, just bringing everything down, setting it all up over here in front of us. Uh, it's just annoying. Um, so let me know if you guys uh, like this view over here. Telling you where to move the couch. Yeah, you, you have to move the couch. Like, oh, just, it's just annoying. And also, uh, just another little thing before we even get started here. If you guys are enjoying our content, go ahead and subscribe. Um, it really helps us here on the channel. It helps to support us. And also, uh, just kind of motivates us to keep going, you know. We're a fairly small channel as it is right now. But we have big goals. Big, big plans here. Uh, so hopefully you guys are enjoying it too and are stick around for the, the whole ride here as we keep moving up and up and up. Uh, today's episode is, I think it's a little bit of a fun one here. I think it's really, really dramatic, not going to lie, a little bit spicy here. Uh, the overall theme is secrets, lies, and backstabbings. So let's go ahead and just jump into it. You remember that next door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? Against my Would I be the asshole if I keep my income a secret from my parents for a while? So I, female 23, have been working in a new job for a while. It's IT, so the salary is good unlike my previous job. I make five times what I used to. A little backstory, growing up my family was poor. No presents for birthdays, only clothes in advance. What does that mean? I was thinking that no clothes for advance was like over, like too big of clothes to like grow into. Oh, I see. Wow, okay. That's actually kind of tough. I mean, we kind of did that too, right? Growing up, so yeah, we we get really. (laughs) Yeah, it's always extra baggy. Oh my god, my pants used to be so baggy. Okay, um, um, let me go to jump back into it. Growing up, my family was poor. No presents for birthday, and only clothes in advance. Poor. It's all due to the fact that I was unexpected, and my parents had me when they were nineteen and twenty years old. This was going on for a while. Even in college, I was unable to both study and work, so they sent me like less than a hundred dollars a month. And that's it. But in recent years, they started to earn more money due to promotions, etc. They are still poor but can make it work. Now I make more than both of them combined. But thanks to all the struggles in my childhood, I know how to handle my money and I've been saving for many things that I couldn't get from them, such as braces, nice electronics, etc. The point is, I still want a few things that I'll be able to get within the next few months. If I say how much I make, I'm pretty sure they'll ask me to help them financially, and I'm not sure for how long these kinds of expenses will keep me away from my dream things. 
I think this is a tough one for any child who grew up poor that has worked their butt off to not be poor anymore. Because we grew up poor, right? Mm -hmm. And we are now making pretty reasonable, like decently good money, right? Yeah. I think it's so hard to, it's, it's, it's hard because you want to give a lot to your parents, but you're also like, man, I kind of like nice things, you know? Like I kind of like the things that I didn't have growing up. So I feel like the best way to go about this is, or the best way I've been able to go about this is to be able to provide for them things that I feel like they need and I feel like they would enjoy, but not necessarily be their like, uh, what's the word that they use? Pig? Money? Pig? pig gold pig? Whatever. It's, it's like, what's the word? That they, it's like, a, a, well, I'll find it somewhere, but it's like um, um, a way of saying like you are like basically they t- they, you're a wallet. I forgot mm-hmm. the word they're saying. Pig? Coin? Bank pig? Big? Piggy bank? Not piggy bank. It's like, oh, cash cow. You're their cash cow. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, good thing I remembered. Yeah, the cow but, and the pig. Yeah. Those are different animals. If anything, I, I, if I didn't remember, I would have been like really sad because I don't know how the heck I would edit in the editing there. But um, cash cow. Yeah, it's like uh, you shouldn't be their cash cow. You know, like yes, you they helped you growing up, but really, like you have a life that you that you need to live for yourself as well. And if you want to be able to, if you, if you are grateful and you should be, you should be able to pay it back, but in ways that they actually need it. I just feel weird about this story because it just sounds like, well, I'm doing good now and I'm just going to like not tell my parents. It seems like she's kind of, she's going to tell the parents. Just, no, she's kind of holding off for a while. she doesn't want to. Really at all? Dang. Because she knows that they're going to ask for help. Hmm. But I, I wonder what makes her think that they're going to ask for help. Like, is that something that she just like came up with on her head? Or is there times in the past with it when they've done that? Yeah, I guess that's true. Because it's like, if this has been a repetitive thing that they've, they've kept doing, like, throughout her um, constant promotions, then maybe maybe she's already had a bad taste about it, you know? So, but I don't think so, because it looks like this is her first, like, big promotion. Um, like, maybe mm, straight out of college. From previous jobs and stuff. Yeah. And I just, it gives me a weird vibe. Like, she doesn't, I don't know. I, I just didn't, I'm not like that. Like, uh, yeah. my first job, I got it to help my mom, you yeah. know? Um, and then I haven't stopped giving her money since then. And because we have gotten better financially between the two of us, we have set up, like, savings for both of our moms. Yeah. Um, we've taken them on trips. We pay for dinners, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Um, but that's what makes me happy, you know? And I just feel like the reason why they don't want to also is because she wants to buy her, like, her dream things i but think i think dream things can wait a little bit though like it's because the thing is it's like maybe they don't even have to wait you know it's just um i, I don't know this just makes me feel weird yeah okay i think there there does it doesn't need to be too extremes right it doesn't need to be like oh i'm not i'm not gonna give my parents anything and um uh, or i'm as soon as i tell them they're gonna take everything away from me so i can't afford anything it doesn't mean it doesn't need to be that it could be like a nice little like 80 20 you know if she's making as much as she's saying she's making which is five times her previous salary yeah. and honestly like just living in california the minimum wage is like what like 15 right now mm-hmm. so if you're making five times 15 that's pretty good money okay yeah. so just with that money alone i'm sure that you could put like 80 percent of whatever money you're having you're coming in to whatever you want 
And then 20% of that could be, it doesn't even have to be like a monthly thing. It could just be like every now and then. 20% of that can be put into like these little funds that you can help your parents with. Okay, I think I but, know what, what makes me feel weird about it. Okay. It's the fact that she just like doesn't want to tell them. And in my head, that, you know how I feel about lying. And yeah. to me, it's lying by omission. If like conversations come up and stuff and you're on purposely on not saying this. Mm. You know, it it's just like a little yeah greedy. I don't know how to. It is a say little greedy. It. <laughs> it is a little greedy. I but then again though, um, it, like it, it's it's a tough it's a tough conversation because at the end of the day, is it greedy? It's your money that you're making. You no, got to choose how you want to use that it. You're keeping it a secret. <laughs> like it does feel weird. You know? I, I think I like think we it comes haven't kept to, anything like that a secret from our family. And yeah. if, any, if anything, anytime we get a promotion, they're the first to celebrate us and like congratulate us and yeah. stuff like that. You but know? then again, our parents aren't people who are like, oh, you got a promotion? Like, take me out to eat. Or well, oh, yeah. oh, you can now pay my phone bill or anything like that. I you just, know? in my head, I just don't see anything in this story that gives background to the parents and see why she thinks that the parents would ask for money. I just think that like, how can you go through being poor and your parents still did everything that they could to give you a roof over your head, to give you food on the table? And you went to college and she says like, oh, they were only able to give me a hundred dollars a month. Like, yeah. and that's it. She says it like belittling it yeah. when it's, if they were really struggling a hundred dollars, like could have been a big sacrifice for them to do that, mm, you know? And I just, I just don't see how you don't want to pay that back. That's all perspective, huh? And yeah. I believe the more that you give, the more that you get. Yeah. Like, money's going to come and go. And that's a lot, too, because if you really think about it, like, when we were growing up, and I'm sure you could relate to this, too, like, when we went to college, there was, like, no money, you know? Everything we needed to get out of um, uh, grants and stuff, you know? Yeah. It was all us. Like, there was no 100 extra bucks. Like, hey, here's 100 bucks to do this. Yeah. You I know? never once thought that my parents were going to be able to help me with college. Yeah. So, like, the fact that these parents... I don't know. I the the one thing we worked I worked and went to college. The one thing I hate about Reddit is that it's all one perspective. One perspective. Like I wish that I knew what the parents' point of view was on this. Like like you were saying, what if the parents were like struggling, you know, like dirt poor, like they mm -hmm. really couldn't afford anything and then they just like, you know, rub some pennies together to give a hundred bucks to your, your daughter or whatever son is it? So that daughter. Yeah. So to your daughter. Like, if you see it through that lens, it's like, dude, you should be very grateful that your parents did that. Yeah. Like, grateful enough that you should be, like, giving them whatever amount of, like, money that they need, you know, to, to be able to kind of, like, live a better life. It's one but, of those things I don't think that it's their responsibility to do that. But to me, I just do find it my responsibility yeah. to take care of my yeah. family and my parents. I agree. I completely agree. So, yeah, you're not... Like like I said earlier, it's a weird conversation to have. You're not necessarily douchey for like or or even pushing it greedy for not giving them money. It's just about who you are as a person. If you're if you think if you're not grateful for the, what your parents have given you and and you know have provided for you, um, uh, then I guess it doesn't matter. But if you are grateful for them and you do feel some sort of um uh, like desire to pay it back then it, it is kind of douchey for you to withhold that, you know? So, I don't know. I For us, we would probably pay it back. Like I think that. I just don't get... we are get, paying back like that. And, and I'm, I don't know how to say this in English. So, it's like, I just don't get why 
No le nace to give mm. back. Or no le nace. I could probably put some subtitles here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just put subtitles underneath you. I don't think you can translate it really well. <laughs> um, it's it. Yeah, no, you can translate it. Just give me a, give me a quick second. It's not. <laughs> it's not birth within you. <laughs> it's probably a baggy translation. Uh, it's not. It, I don't know how to translate it. You're right. Oh, yeah. just gonna, I'm gonna find it out in editing. You'll see it right here in subtitles. <laughs> um, but it's basically saying like, how come she herself is not? Oh, I found it. She, it, how come she isn't it finding it within herself to want to do it for them? Oh, no, that's like more a, like why doesn't it come naturally? Yeah, to yeah. want to give back. I just. It just doesn't do it justice. Like I feel like the Spanish, like how you said it, it just it sounds better. It yeah. sounds like deeper than than this than how we're translating it in English. Oh, good luck. Yeah, but yeah, um, what we're trying to say. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that, honestly. Um, uh, but yeah, overall, on this was not the asshole, which I, I, so. I get it. Like I, I can see why. Uh, top comment was, I'm gonna go with not the asshole. They don't support you, and you don't live in their house, so you don't need to contribute. They did what parents were supposed to do. You don't owe them anything. I hate people that think like that. Yeah, that's you know, wrong. I'm sorry, but it's, it's just—it's all perspective, dude. Like, like I, 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 I see. No one I, owes you anything, so what? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I just hate that perspective. I, I understand, and I, and I, I see where you're coming from. To be quite honest, and I, I'm also somewhat in the same boat there too. I just, I just also am like. Um, once one foot is there, the other foot isn't like, oh, it's all perspective. You know, it's how you live your life. So, like, if your life has been lived with, like, oh, you don't owe anybody anything and and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Then, like, so be it. That's your life. Whatever. If you, you want to enjoy it that way, then you enjoy it that way. But uh, uh, the other foot is, like, you should have some sort of that. You know, some sort of, like, my parents literally, like, gave everything so that I can have a good life. Yeah. And I'm living this life currently. You know, like they could have chosen not to do that. They could have chosen to do the bare minimum and, and not care about you and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. But they didn't. So like, you know, so I'm always like in a little like I'm in the middle of between those two. But the the thing that the thing that always brought me the wrong way about this is like. And this, you could you could honestly not even care about this, but like I I feel like life is this beautiful thing and parents. Yes, they're supposed to be parents. Right. But at the end of the day, you're supposed to be a team, you know, like your parents are part of, your parents and yourself are part of this bigger team. I don't think and, the, the word is family. Like your oh, family. My, yeah, I forgot family. I forgot that word. <laughs> uh, you're a family. No, I, I like both. I like the sense of both. You're a family and you're a team because as a team, you play together just because your family doesn't mean you have to play together. So like the way I've always seen it was. Oh, you helped me out to to get to this point as my parents. Now I can you guys hear that? Just a bunch of horns out there. Um uh did it sound like horse? I meant horns. <laughs> like car horns. No, it's a bunch of <laughs> it's a bunch of horns. <laughs> you forgot your uh, point. No, no, let me just make, jump back to that point here. Okay, yeah, So family and team, right? So my family, my parents helped me get to a specific point. Now as a team, I now have the tools to be able to contribute to our team and be able to continue moving us forward. You know, that's always been the way I've seen it. You, you helped me out here. Now I can help us out move even further than that. You know, so like 
I I get I don't the, see it that way. That you don't confused see it that, me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's like what I'm, what I'm saying is like. I'm just saying we're family. Like, why wouldn't oh. you want to help or just yeah. appreciate loved ones? You know. That's true. I'm going back to what <laughs> okay, you and your team. I really wanna, I really wanna screw this fight together. Okay, there is something I, I used to do cross country and track uh, competitively in college. Okay, um, and you do, you probably don't know this specific thing or whatever it's called, but it's called a four by four relay. Okay, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll, I'll put like a little something you're editing, but essentially what it is is you uh, you're running a mile right as a group of four, and it, the mile is divided by fourth. So you run one fourth, then you pass this little stick. And you've probably seen, if you see Olympics, you know what this looks like. You pass this little stick as you're running to the next person. Oh, I and they grab that. it. Yeah, right? Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, no, yeah, there we go. It's a pretty good picture. So everybody has one fourth of the race that you're running to get to the end. Yeah. But you're working as a team. So everybody counts. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I see it. My parents, like, they ran and ran and ran, you know? <laughs> Just picture of them running is a little funny but uh they ran and they're passing the baton and i now grabbed it because i now got to a point where i can grab that right then yeah. i run 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 run, and then i pass it on to whatever my kid whatever yeah right but the point of it all is that we're all collectively as a team helping each other get to the end goal which is you know living a good life so like but I, in that example do you just don't you not care about the person behind you anymore once they pass the baton no you you okay I guess so, huh? But you, you've, you've, you care about the team as a whole throughout the whole thing. Like you're cheering, like when the person is running right behind you, you're cheering for them to keep going, keep going, and be able to give it to you. Then when you're going, you're you're running and running and running to give it to the next person. But the whole time, this example is crumbling. <laughs> no, it's not. The whole time you are you're thinking of the team as a whole. That's, my point is you're, te- you're thinking of the team. Okay. That's it. That's my point. Okay. You can take whatever you want out of it. It's a perfect example. Don't uh-huh. even think about it again. Um, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so my point is that you're, you're working as a team. And that's how that's the way I see it. Like, we're all working together to to make each other better and, and collectively get to one end goal. Um, uh, but again, it's all perspective. If you don't care, then you don't care. And I can see why people think they're, they're not the asshole. Yeah, it's your money. Do whatever the heck you want with it. If they're no longer helping you, then whatever, right? But it just depends on your morals and, and your desires. There's They're that. the asshole. You think so? Well, if you're just on purposely like keeping a secret and like you dodge the conversation or. Does, do you think that's what makes them a asshole or is, is it because yeah, you're not helping just, their family out? I don't like this person. <laughs> you wouldn't don't be friends like with this them? Person. Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> They're going to get a new car and then like visit their parents and like park really far so they don't see the car like what just what type you start of doing really drastically things they they buy all gucci and then like before they get to their parents they just take it off in the car or something i just, I just don't like this type of person i, I each to what, what is to each their own to each their own yeah but yeah i agree uh let's go ahead and jump over to the next one here though next one is am i the asshole for not telling my sister that I'm i've sorry, been there's so much sugar down here <laughs> You were complaining. I was making a tear earlier for her. And she was like, there's not enough sugar in this thing. You see, I told you. I was like, you need to just like. Do I'm use looking a spoon at the bottom one. here and it's a whole ass <laughs> You should have shaken it so better. good. All right. Well, have fun with that. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not telling my sister that I've been in contact with the kids she gave up custody of a decade ago? 
So this one is weird. My family hates me, but I feel like I did the right thing. Over a decade ago, my sister gave up custody of her three kids to their father. She was a drug addict, could care less about the children at that point in her life, and wanted no responsibility to them whatsoever. So when her ex divorced her, she willingly signed away all her parental rights and spiraled out of control. Three years ago, she hit rock bottom, got her life back together, remarried, and had a child. Since then, she has been trying her hardest to reconnect with her other children with no success at all. None of them want anything to do with her. They have blocked her on all communication avenues and have made it very, very clear she is not welcomed in their lives. The thing my family and sister didn't know is that I have been in their lives for a little over five years. One of them reached out to me wanting to reconnect with someone they remembered being kind to them from their mother's side of the family and from there I have become what I hope is a good uncle to them. I am very friendly with my ex-brother-in-law and visit them at least twice a year for a week or two. At their request, I have kept a secret from my family as many of them are just as stable as my sister is, unfortunately. Somehow, my sister learned of this recently and all hell has broken loose. My family has turned on me, declaring me evil and the biggest asshole on the planet for not playing mediator and leaking information to them about the state of my sister's kids. My sister now believes I have been poisoning the well and further ruining any chances she has at reconnecting with her kids. On one hand, this was their wish. They did not want my sister to know anything about them. On the other hand, I can see how much my sister is hurting by how the situation is currently. I do believe she loves them with all her heart and wants to make things right. So I've reached a moral dilemma. You can go first on this one. Let me think about it real quick. I think I, I think I would like more information. I would like to know how old the kids are. Um, but I'm assuming they're a little bit older, right? Because there are three, three of them. Well, it said over a decade ago, so mm -hmm. that's 10 years. Mm -hmm. So, that, yeah, minimum 10, they're 10 years old. Wait, give up three kids to their father. So minimum, they have 10 years on their life. And then whatever is on top of that, right? Yeah. Like 11, 12, whatever, know, 15. But it makes a difference in my head if they're yeah. like 10, 15, 16, you know? Yeah, there's um, different, yeah. Mm -hmm. Are they the asshole? Well, first of all, I think that the beginning part, he kept mm. it a secret because she still didn't want to talk to them, right? Yeah. Because if I read, uh, heard that right, five years ago or so is when they got back in touch. And it was three years ago that she started trying to reach out. Yeah. So why would he tell them when she's the one that like wanted to cut communication and, and like give them up? But it's also, you, I mean, he's doing the right thing because they asked themselves yeah. like, hey, don't tell my mama about us, you know? So, like, he's just, I think he's doing the right thing. Like, he's he's respecting their wishes. And also, the mama ain't even trying at all at that point in time, right? Yeah. Only up to, until recently. About three years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, there is an edit here just in case it gives us more information okay. on this. Um, edit. I do want to add one thing quickly. Even with what is going on, I have no plans to try and get my sister into contact with her disowned children. I am going to respect their wishes until they themselves decide otherwise. I will not try to convince them she has changed, as I feel that it is not my battle to wage. Mm. I think it's just tough because if you're close to your sister and you care for your sister, and you see her hurting, you see that she wants to reconnect, you see that she's become a better person, it just must be hard because you care for both your nieces and nephews and for your sister. And then... Dang, that's hard. It's just one of those things that, like, sometimes you might not be able to recover from a mistake. <laughs> you, you're okay there? 
<laughs> yeah, we're still trying to figure out this setup here. Um, yeah, that's tough. I do think, though, like... Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm going back to my whole team analogy. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. At the end of the day, you're a team, okay? <laughs> you can't spell family without team. So... I don't. I think the only thing I don't agree with him on is the fact that he says I'm not gonna try to convince them that she's changed. You don't have to try to convince them, but you, I think it would be a good idea to try to let them know, like, hey, this is what's going on with uh, your mom. Like, she she made a few updates to her life, and she's a little bit better than she used to be. Like, I'm not saying you have to go visit her. I'm not saying you should change your mind. I just want to let you know. I just think that depending how defensive they are towards anything their mother it could be like betrayal to them to even be talking about that when when they feel so strongly about something uh you i know? guess you're right some people really do like hate uh, even the mentioning of a person mm -hmm. so maybe they might be on that boat and you also I don't, don't to want this to last sip without having the tea bags smashed against my <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's a napkin there if you want to just drop the tea bags on there I feel um, like this last sip is going to be really sugary. I think it, you probably shouldn't even take the last sip. Okay, you're going for it. All right, we'll have fun with that. Um, I think it's tough because, like, you also have to try to tiptoe around the situation because you don't want to also damage your own uh, relationship with these, with these kiddos. Yeah. So, like, you can't say anything rash because it might take it the wrong way. Okay, okay. What about the part? Where the sister's mad because she w he won't even tell them how they're doing. And he doesn't because that's what they requested. Then but he should tell her that. maybe just for the peace of mind being like, they're doing fine. You know? Just. Wouldn't that be breaking their, the, the promise he made? I think that part might be a little that? too, like, uh, I don't know. like. I think that's breaking it because it's like they be, they essentially asked, don't give her any information about us at all and you say they're fine that's information about them yeah but come on no. i i think i think you i think he's actually you know what I, i'm on board with this person i think he's doing good by not meddling whatsoever this is not your fight to 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 go into war for this is not your war to fight <laughs> um and i i think that if he does anything it could shift the boat either or you know like if he's you're if right he you're gets right. information it might shift it the wrong way and the only reason out, I'm saying you know? that is because I can't even imagine how I must feel for these kids to know that your mom signed you away. Being like, yep, I don't want to be in their life. Didn't even think about it twice, huh? Like, where's the paper? Oh, yeah, sign. Okay. That, yeah. that must be tough. But yeah. now, on the other hand, maybe she never stopped caring for them and she just knew she wasn't in the... In I don't the think right. so, man. If you're a drug addict and you're... Like, she got... She hit rock bottom right that was and i and after I, well okay then yes yes it was after but it, it happened right mm -hmm. um and, I, and i'm not gonna speak in behalf of any drug addict because i have no idea how that feels i guess i have a little an idea because you know family members i have some family members that are a little affected by that but um i ain't gonna go ahead and expose them he's not in this episode <laughs> um uh, I feel I like when <laughs> just start naming <laughs> them all. Um, uh, I feel like when you are on drugs, a lot of your desire is when I can hop on the next drug. 
or how much I have of this left over. So like, I don't think you're thinking a whole lot about the consequences that you're doing causing. Cause like, I know the specific family members that are a little more on the drug. I'm trying to like tiptoe around it. <laughs> okay. I, I know that drugs affect people in a negative way. And the people in my life that have been affected, I feel like when they are doing what they're doing, they're thinking very, 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 very little about the consequences. And they're not, they're not thinking about others when they're doing the set of drugs. Be now I'm curious as to what you, who you're talking about. Spill the tea. Uh, I'll kidding. talk about I'm it later. Yeah, not, not, not now. <laughs> um, uh, and it's tough. It's tough for everybody around that person. You know, like you really, uh, when you're, when you're around that person, it's hard to, to do, to just be with them, you know? Cause you're, you, you see this person who, I don't know, I don't know how old they were when they gave him away. Like, I don't think it have been five or six, whatever. And they would, if they were around that person at that age, that you have this really messed up picture of who that parent or whatever that person is. And if that person was just like really heavy into whatever they were taking, then you probably only see them as a monster or as this person who destroyed like a relationship with you or a life with you, you know? So like, I can see the kid's perspective that they don't want anything to do with the mother because the, all they see is that monster. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, I, I guess stay out of it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're doing the right thing, man. I I think you just stay away. See how it works out. It, like you mentioned, if they want to go ahead and contact her, then go ahead. But otherwise, then then uh, just let it go. I, I don't even know how the sister found out, too. Who's out there snitching, you know? Like, who who told her? Uh, Yeah, who told her that he's been in contact with them? Like, and how do they know that information? Yeah. Um. Overall, vote here was not the asshole. Top comment was not the asshole. Your family wants someone to blame because they cannot face the reality that the relationship between your sister and her kids was irrevocably ruptured because of what she did, and there's no way she can get it back. Yeah, but you have been in contact with the kids, so you know that both those things are true, correct? Then you know that your intervention would have made zero difference. They still would have refused any contact with your sister. They just also wouldn't have a kind uncle in their lives. Tell your family that the choice was never between you and your sister. It was between you and the kids' lives and nobody from their mother's side of the family in their lives. And if these relatives of yours weren't so selfish, they would be grateful that you'd been in a position to make sure the kids were doing okay. I think this is a really trashy-ass family, dude. It's just uh, so yeah. toxic. If I was OP's sister... There is no way my mom would stop talking to my kids. Even if I like signed grandma? my rights away. Uh-huh. Because no. she's their... She would say that yeah. those are her grandkids. And there's no way she would just, like, cut them off her life, too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's like I said, I, I think everybody in this family is a little toxic. Uh, except also, the brother. Yeah, except the, he's like the... Dude, I don't even know what we're trying to make. Like, what is it? Metaphors, similes, whatever. Like, he's, he's a diamond in the rough. Is that the correct term? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yes. But I don't think that... I don't think that that's a, a, a compliment towards him. Yeah, you know, because he's like the... He's a diamond. A diamond is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And the rough, which is a bad thing, right? Like, there's nothing there that's good other than the diamond. Whatever. Um, you get, the point I is... I thought it was like... like I don't know. I yeah, thought it was exactly like a diamond, but it was like covered, you know? So it's like 
some working. You have to Whoa, do some work to get that out. You know. <laughs> is that true? I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> I, yeah, we're not really good with these. So we just like <laughs> using them. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I, I think he's probably the best one out of out of them. And if the the children probably saw that, because I mean, they didn't reach out to every single family member. You know, they only reached out to him. Yeah. So like, if they remember him being the good one, then maybe that's the only one that's left out of all the family members. But they all seem very, very toxic. I wouldn't even try to meddle at all with having them communicate with the rest of the kids. Wishing those kids the best because that's rough. Yeah, yeah, that's a little rough either. Uh, next story here though is. Am I the asshole for uncovering my mother-in-law's secrets? Oh, oh, there's a secret in here. Yep. I'm all about that, man. Let's see what's up. I, 25 female, gave birth to my daughter two months ago. And despite my husband, 28, telling me he knows I'd never cheat on him, I wanted to give her daughter a paternity test. Wait, why? Read. No, no, but like, yes, I'll read, but like, why? Why what? Why give her a paternity test? Like, Keep like, reading. Okay. Just doesn't make sense. Keep reading. Okay, whatever. The reason is she has green eyes. <laughs> I you literally kept one more <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I should have kept reading. <laughs> <laughs> the reason is she has green eyes. Me and my husband don't have green eyes. My parents don't either. And neither do my in-laws. No one in my family has them. My husband said it was probably some weird genetic thing. But I wanted the test for this peace of mind. He kept refusing because he trusts me. But his mother keeps commenting on her eyes. As do the rest of his family who keep making comments about me possibly cheating. Even my family finds it odd that our daughter has green eyes. My husband says to ignore them because he knows I'd never cheat. But I finally had enough of his family's comments and told him I wanted the test. He only agreed to get me to calm down. And well, our daughter is his. But father-in-law isn't my husband's father. My in-laws have been married for decades, so the idea that my mother-in-law cheated on father-in-law never crossed either of our minds. My husband wants to confront his mother, but I'm telling him to wait. That yes, she's a liar and a hypocrite, but we need to think this through. Yes, I agree my father-in-law should know, but we're both tired from taking care of a newborn. We found out something shocking and we are not thinking rationally. He wants to tell his father and so do I. But the fallout will be apocalyptic. I just wanted to give him peace of mind and instead I started the end of his parents' marriage and possibly blew up his family. Am I the asshole for forcing a DNA test and finding out about this can of worms? Dude, <laughs> yeah, what right? the fudge? I wonder how often this happens. <laughs> like, it has to be, it's probably, it's probably a, a few times a year, right? What? Like, that you do some sort of test and you find out that not you, but, like, someone up in, in the family ranks or is, like, not your actual, like, parent? Yeah. Um, I think I've told you this story before, but I'll, I'll say it for those of you who haven't heard this story, which is everyone else. Um, <laughs> when I was in okay. middle school, in science class, learning about, like, genes and, mm. and all of those things, um, my teacher, I, I was, it wasn't in my class, but my teacher told us a story about how, like, a couple years before that, okay. he was doing the same lesson, and one of his students has blue eyes. And after learning about genes and all of that, the student was like, hey, teacher, this doesn't make sense, though, because my parents don't have blue eyes, and my grandparents don't have blue eyes. And my teacher was just like, well, 
I would talk to your parents. Yeah. And he turned out to be adopted. And that's, that's how he crazy. found out. Easy. Yeah. That must be that's the weirdest way to find out too. You didn't even go to the hospital or anything. There wasn't this weird test. It wasn't it was literally just learning in school. Yeah. Dang, that must be tough for the child. Did did you keep in contact with this person? I it wasn't in my class, my year oh. or anything. The teacher was just telling us that because I oh, think since yeah, then okay, the teacher okay. has been a little like <laughs> Wait, okay. Just as a warning, I'm about to give this lesson now. If you guys find out anything, <laughs> do not come to me. Yeah. Oof. That's tough, dude. That's a toughie. Um uh, and something I, mean, I better... was thinking for this story is I think that I have learned that people's reactions to you are not anything having to do with you and a lot of having to do with them the person that is giving advice or whatever it is. Yes and no. I mean, it could be like it's really strange. I mean, if you have a kid and they have green eyes, it's kind of hard to be like sure that's yours like are you sure that you're the, you're the father like it doesn't always have to be you know it doesn't always have to be reflective it could be just the fact that like the child has green eyes and nobody in the family does i guess but like i feel like her side of the family was just finding it odd and his side of family was kind of accusing of cheating yeah you know i don't yeah. know i guess it's just it's just weird to me because if she did cheat on mother-in-law cheated on father-in-law then that's maybe why she is really weirded out and pushing on, you know. Imagine how happy she was when her child was born and he didn't he didn't have green eyes. Like, I mean, she cheated on him, right? Yeah. On the on the father in law, and she was probably like pushing, like, oh, oh, right. She was like, please, no green eyes, please, no green eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and they didn't come up with the green eyes. She's like, oh, I don't know how to tell anybody about this now. But it came out, the grandchild had green eyes, you know? Well, what if she just wasn't sure if it was going to be, be the person she cheated on with or not? And then no green eyes, so she just assumed that it was her husband's. Aren't there, like, other little details on the person that you can kind of see, like, relevance on? So, like, if, if the, I mean, when, when the kid turns, like, 12, don't, I mean, I know I looked a little bit like my dad. You look a lot like your dad. Okay, well, I look a lot like my dad, but I also have factors in my mom, right? Like mm -hmm. my hair is a little, not, my hair is nothing like my dad. And I wish it was more like my dad. I think it's like, I think as I grow up, my hair actually becomes more like my dad's. A little weird how that works, but like, um, I don't think I see your dad. Doesn't he have it like shaved? Like he has, super short. He is. He does have it short, but it's like straight, like straight hair, okay, like very okay. straight hair. Um. Uh, but for me, my hair, like, when I come out of the shower, it's, like, a little wavy and whatever, right? And mm -hmm. I think now it's, it's even wavy, too. Um, But I think as a, as a probably going to be loud on the mic. I think, but I think as, a, as I get older, my hair is less wavy and more straight. Um, uh, <laughs> Are you having fun with the mic? <laughs> I don't know. I can't get it in the right position. All right. You keep working on that. <laughs> um... But yeah, I feel like as as you get older, you start kind of like you know, more growing like up. Your parents. Yeah, growing into the parents, like you know, little facial facial features. And how come? What if they were like not that different looking, like mm. the, the side piece, and then was the was basically that's weird. Then if you're gonna get a side piece, why are you gonna get the same side piece? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, branch out a little bit if you're gonna go that route. 
Like, if, if your man's is white, maybe pick up an Asian or something, you know? I don't know. Do something different. Okay, okay, okay. Side piece. Let's get back to the story. <laughs> uh, what would you a, do? There was an edit. You want to get the edit? Or you want to get my opinion first? The edit doesn't matter. It doesn't? No. Okay, well, let me... I read it. <laughs> well, okay, I put well, the story. Okay, okay, well, let me let me go ahead and just read it for you guys that are curious out there. Edit. We did two tests, fraternity and 23andMe, and I wanted to see if maybe there was a relative we just didn't know about that could have cost my daughter's eye color. You're right. It wasn't that relevant here, but at least they were a little extra precautious about it before. Honestly, the reason I don't like that edit is because it makes me question things like, okay, Okay, who took the science class? Because if the test that she took was paternity paternity test, she yeah. knows that the, her husband is the dad. But from there, why does she leap onto being like, so your dad must not be your dad? You know? What if it's her dad that's not her dad? Yeah. You know, like what I... made her jump to that conclusion? Like, is there some science that I don't know? Do I need I, to go talk to? My yeah, we need, we need to go have you contact uh, some sort of scientist or something to figure that out. Um, uh, and I, yes, I do think there is science that you're not aware of. I don't, I don't think you know all the sciences out there. <laughs> just, just you know, throwing it out there. Um, uh, I don't know how they, I don't know how they figured it out either. But there has to be something that indicates it out there, doesn't there? Well, he didn't. He would need to take a test, a paternity test, between him and his dad. Right? I mean, I th like, what made, yes, like, why did she leap to that? Yes, so. I think there has What if to, she's adopted? Like, what by it, that? What if she's like, adopted? Like, huh? I think there's probably some sort of, like, actual logic to this. And I think, you know, somehow they figured it out. I don't know. It sounds like she just took a paternity test and did 23 me and was just like, your dad's not your dad. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, kid, <laughs> but your dad's is not the man he says he is. Okay, but anyway, anyway, what would you do? Okay, we have a kid. Kid has okay. green eyes. No, okay, in my family there is people with green eyes. Blue eyes. I don't think anybody in your family has blue eyes, right? No. Purple eyes just comes out. All right. Um, anyway, blue eyes. Okay. Paternity test. Turns out that your dad's not your dad. Which you, we just said like it looks exactly like if <laughs> your dad's not um, your dad. Turns out my dad is not my dad. Do you tell your dad? Do you bring it up to your mom first? Do I you would, not tell I, anyone? I would I would tell I would bring it up to my mom. No. I would have them both sit down with me and talk to them both at the same time. Because I don't want to tell my mom and then my mom not give my dad a time to not give my dad a, a um a, a yeah, time to actually explain himself. Like if I tell mom and she just the heck? Why would your dad have to explain himself? It's your mom. Oh, wait, wait. I would tell. No, bad. <laughs> I would <laughs> explain yourself. Why? <laughs> why? Why were you not good enough? Or no? Um, I would. I was sitting down, and I, we. I'm just gonna give you a quick warning. We haven't eaten, and it's so late. <laughs> I'm literally like pulling off of nothing here. My brain is dying. Um, nice excuse and cover up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the real reason why. Yeah. No, but if um, I would tell, I would, I would have them both sit down with me, and I would, uh, I would just have them make, I would have my mom explain herself, because I don't, I don't like it when 
there is no two perspectives of the story, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why? What happened here? Like, how did this happen? No, like, and and then they can talk it out and then figure something out. Um, I would like to go figure out who the heck my daddy yeah, is. Yeah, you though. would. Yeah, I don't care. I just want to know who the heck he looks. like. I really wouldn't care. No, no. I have this thing where I want to know what I want to. I want to. I want to look like in the future. So like every time I see my dad, I'm like, oh, he's getting smaller as he's aging. <laughs> And I see that he's not developing more muscle at this point of time. And he's getting a little chubbier in the specific areas. So, like, I want to know where, where my flaws could potentially be. Okay. So that I can be one step ahead. I think that's hilarious because you just said that you get, like, your genes from your mom, too. Yeah. So you're just looking at your dad, No, though. I'm looking at my dad, yeah. I, I can't do... What am I supposed to do with my mom? I can't be like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to look like my mom. Like, I, I'm a man. No, but it could be, like, she's getting chubbier or she's fit. Like I guess so. Why but wouldn't you I look- guess it's just easier to compare yourself to another man. It's to compare right, yourself right. to a woman, you know? Um, uh, And, like, I also, I guess the one thing I, I do look at them both is, like, where my hair is going to be. Like, both of them have good set of hair. My dad cuts it, like, bi-weekly almost. Like, he's still growing good hair at this age. His beard is still kind of growing out. So, like, I'm like, okay, that's where I'm going to be. Yeah. Okay, okay. I might be super dumb right now, but okay. I feel like I remember that baldness would come from your mom's dad. Like, Is that's that the gene path. I mean, you didn't even know about the scientist thing. Now you're trying to, well, like, go all, all scientific saying, on me with my, <laughs> my grandpa, apparently. All I'm saying is, how did they jump automatically to the mother-in-law <laughs> they cheated? They just did okay. Just could what, why, why, why couldn't it be her mom know, that man. cheated? There has to be some sort of, like, actual, like, logical oh, Or what if it. they just jumped to conclusions, bro? They said that they're tired from could taking be. care of what, what are you going to do, That You're just not going to care if this happens to you? No, you're like, like... Whatever? I don't care to know who my dad is, like who my actual dad is. I grew up with a father and that's my dad. But like what I want to know is, are you not going to like tell your parents or you're not going to tell anybody? You're not going to do anything? First, I wouldn't be these be? people. I, I need proof that my daddy's not my daddy. Okay. Right? Okay. Like I would take a paternity test on a low key. Of him? Yeah, well, yeah, to see that he's my dad or not. Not just okay. based on my paternity test with my daughter and you. And then, I don't know, dude. I would be like, oop, it is what it is. <laughs> You're just gonna be. <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess so. Um, uh, overall, Lo is not the asshole. Top comment is not the asshole. Damn. Your mother-in-law was projecting so much. Now her ass is gone and being uncovered. Lol. Can't wait to see an update of this. Was there an update of this? I don't Did you so. check? Okay. Gonna click on that real quick, see if anything's up here. Watch it be deleted or something. Okay, there we go. Let's see. Any updates on this? Dang, 93 days ago and no update. All right, well, there's that. Um, I think we're talking enough about this story, though. Let's go ahead and jump into the next one here. Yeah. Next one is, my partner told me he was excited to start a family, but went and had a vasectomy done in secret. That, I already know that your partner's an asshole here. You're not the asshole at all. Wait, is this even an asshole story? Oh, it's <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. Let's see where this goes. What is this then? It's just, I think it's probably just one of like uh, true off my chest, yeah, true off my chest okay. or something here. Um, context is I, 22 female, have known I've wanted to be a mom and have a family since I was little. I've been with my partner, 24 male, for six years now, and he was aware of this. He supported it, but obviously wanted to wait to start trying till we were older. I felt the same given we were still young when we first got together 
and not in the position to start a family. But now we have both graduated from college, are working stable jobs, and are engaged. Now that we are at this stage, we discussed and agreed to start actively trying for a baby. That was about seven months ago. He knows how badly I've wanted this and has seen how upset I've gotten each month when tests come back negative. But he always supported me and comforted me, telling me it'll happen soon. But it didn't. Two weeks ago, he told me we need to talk. Those words never sound good, and they weren't. He ended up telling me that he had a vasectomy performed while I was on a trip with friends for my 21st birthday last year. While I respected his decision to do so, I still can't help but be hurt by the fact that he did this. And yet, he kept telling me not to worry and that it'll happen soon and how excited he was to be taking this step. I just don't understand why he couldn't have told me he wasn't ready or didn't want kids prior to us starting to try I was on birth control and we used other protection methods. I really thought we were on the same page about wanting kids someday. And when we decided to start trying, I'm just in complete shock that he hit such a major thing for me. We haven't been speaking much and he's been staying with his brother since he told me. I don't know how we can work this out or move past this. I still love him, but I'm hurt that he acted like nothing was wrong. It's making me doubt if I even want to go through with our wedding now. But at the same time, I don't want to leave. Dang, dude. I I don't get this man's. Like, I don't get why, why he did what he did. But also, it's 22 and 24. Yeah. They're really young. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he honestly might just be like, Yo, You're not I'm 22 20. anymore. So you can't. To me? Yeah. It's yeah. no longer your age. Yeah, I don't know. I still feel 22, even if I'm 23 now. But. You're really young. Yeah. Imagine. I mean, Having a kid a year ago. Yeah. But, I mean, 22 is a female. 24 is a male. So, okay. the guy's 24. Imagine but having even, a kid next year. <laughs> that still feels like that's way still, too soon. That's really, that's really young, dude. But, like, 24. I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want... I wonder if he just didn't want kids to begin with. Or if I or I wonder if he's just like, I'm 24. I don't want kids now because I want to live it up and party up. You I know? think it's messed up that he didn't tell her. Oh, yeah. That's a given. That's really messed up. Because that's like really tough if every time, every month you're like hoping that you're pregnant and having that heartbreak again and again. Seven months, you know? Yeah. And then I think it's even worse that he's like, oh, it'll happen soon. Or, oh, yeah, let's just keep going or let's try. And it's like, dude, the fudge are you doing bro like you literally are giving this woman like really high hopes for something that might not even ever happen and and she just might not ever happen actually will never happen because it's like 99 percent i don't know about that one then but like (laughs) (laughs) can you even trust it i mean Um, that's everything i guess so but like that's not cool at all you're literally giving this woman like high hopes for something that she's been wanting since she was a little girl mm-hmm. i think that messes with with like the girl's brain also because now that she knows the truth it's like when can i trust you because that seems sincere to me yeah and you just lied for seven months about it that's a long time yeah um wow i think i i probably I think what she should probably do is maybe figure out what she wants her next step of her life to be. Because I don't think this is salvageable. I mean, like, if the dude has been lying this whole time, 
and he and he doesn't admit that he wants the kids or doesn't want the kids or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. been seven months is a long time, like you were saying. Yeah. So like, I don't know if, she, if you even want to go through with this. I don't know if you want to keep staying with this man. So he was willing to lie to you for seven months about this. And on top of that, like, is maybe not willing to give you what you want in your life. You know. Well, I think they should definitely break it off if if he doesn't want to have kids ever. Yeah. Um. Oh, there was an update on this one. Yeah. Oh, There's cool. not much I could say because, okay, the update's kind of long. So that I'll is just a long update. <laughs> yeah, she kind of goes on a little rant. Okay. So to summarize the update, he didn't get a vasectomy. Wait, he didn't go. Wait, wait, wait. He never got it done. So he never got he it lied. done, but he still. Okay, so he lied about. <laughs> okay, he lied on the thing that he was lying about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he just has like a really low sperm count. Mm. And he was actually every month also hoping that she'd be pregnant. But so felt he embarrassed. wasn't lying. He was actually telling the truth about like, oh, it'll happen soon or something. Yeah. Like that? Okay. He was just embarrassed and felt unmasculated. Okay. And then what? So he lied about it. And that's it? Yeah. Are they still going to go through with it? Yeah, the they're going to keep trying. They have postponed the wedding. Um, they are going to try to do it naturally, but also start looking at other, um, options. Mm. I'm probably, I'm just going to read this little last part here. Cause I think it's actually a pretty Alrighty. good way to end it out here. Um, it says, I'm not leaving my fiance. Yes. I was upset over his lie, but he deeply regrets it. We both still love each other. Both still want to be married and both still want kids. We will however be looking into attending individual and couples therapy to get over this. We are going to postpone the wedding since it's only four months away. And in the meantime, keep trying to conceive naturally. We decided we will look into intervention methods after our wedding. I appreciate everyone's advice on the last post. Thank you. I will try to answer any further questions in the comments, but hope this answers the majority of them and clears everything up. Um, I think that I'd I, still be upset about you lying. I'd be like... I'm happy th- yeah, I'm happy they're going to couples therapy. Because, yeah, that's still a long-ass time, dude. Seven months? Yeah. I don't think I keep a secret from you for like them ten seconds, dude. <laughs> like seven months. I see a, it on your face. No, um, seven months is a long time. I don't know. I still think it's. I think. I think this guy is iffy. Like, first of all, you're confusing me. You know, like that's not cool. You're doing. You're, okay, so you're gonna lie, but then you're not gonna lie. But then you were lying about some parts, but not the whole thing. Just to make up your mind. You were you lying know? about lying. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't do that to me. You know? But top of that, don't do it to your wife. Like, I don't, I don't like this dude. I feel like it was just something hard for him for whatever reason. I don't really understand the part of feeling, like, emasculated or whatever or embarrassed by it. But if it's something hard for him, I think that if you... Wouldn't it be better to go through that with your spouse? To be like, hey, turns out, like, I just... I guess, he, I guess his embarrassment was... Uh, more important or took was higher than his desire to work through this with his wife right so i just yeah, feel like i'm I, not embarrassed about anything yeah that's what, I'm, that's what i was gonna say that like i think as a partner it's very hard for me to be embarrassed about anything around you yeah. because we just talked through it and as an actual loving partner you help me through whatever problems i have and vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I I don't know. I don't think I've ever. I would ever get to a point where I'm like, man, I'm embarrassed about this so much that I just don't want to talk to you about it, or I make up a lie that's harming you and I through the whole process because I'm this embarrassed about this thing. Yeah. 
Like we figure it out, and that's how people. I think that's how couples should do it. They you figure it out together as a team. You know, just saying, <laughs> kind of throwing it back to the beginning of this of this podcast. Passing that baton over and cheering the next person on. <laughs> yeah, pass the baton. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, you should uh, you should work together to try to figure out for a solution, not just lie to your partner and hope that. Well, I mean, I guess what like what's was he the one that ended up ended up being like you need to talk? Yeah, huh? He was the one that brought it up. Yeah. Cool. I'm happy he did bring it up because so after it, seven months he couldn't lie no yeah. more. Yeah, I guess that's the threshold, huh? You can only do it for seven months. But um, I, I'm happy. I wonder that why she didn't like, like try to go to the doctor to to see if something was going on. I don't know anything about all of this process. You know how long until dude, it's it's actually okay. It's weird how, and I only I can only re- relate to this to another story that I've heard, but it's it's weird how doctors have a lot of blind spots when it comes to this. Like, I heard in um, a different story where this guy, and this is so messed up, but like this guy actually got a vasectomy done and he didn't tell his wife. Mm-hmm. And he actually, to this day, never told his wife. He just oh, it, was, it was like a, a, a secret confession, right? Two mm. people. Uh, he never told his wife. But throughout the whole process, and I guess, I mean, during that time, it was only like I think like a couple months into it, so mm-hmm. I don't know where they're at this point. Um, when he posted his story, or whatever. But like, he actually didn't tell his wife, and they were going through all these procedures, and the <gasps> wife kept like thinking it was her. Like she kept being like, like, oh, what's wrong with me? Blah blah. blah. She kept going through like a lot of procedures with the doctor, and the doctor just kept doing different like alternatives That's to so figure messed out up because what that was wrong with, up with your body hormones. It does, dude. But even emotionally, worse, oh, I, I think shit. the worst the worst part is that you're like you get to a point where you start getting some sort of treatment or medication yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's messing up your hormones. That's messing up with your body, whatever, right? That's literally what I just yeah, said. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't say that. I'm just you're saying like, like, hold up, hold up. But that messes up. You're right. But like, my point is like, you, like, how come you, you're doing this to another person? And like, uh, how come the doctors aren't able to figure out, hey, wait a second. <laughs> three months into this why don't we try to test your husband out to see what's yeah, wrong yeah that's weird you know like he the dude was just going clean through it all like he not it was never pinpointed to him like it was like always the oh it has to be something wrong with the mom the mom the woman whatever yeah. so like i don't understand like how come that happens what if that's the doctor that performed the vasectomy uh, um uh, but yeah my point is like it's so weird that they they like I don't know how real that story was either, I guess. Um, but that's all I can work off of. Mm-hmm. It's weird that, like, they haven't found out an alternative to it or, I guess, a better process or just, I don't know, something, you know? Yeah. Unless, I mean, maybe, maybe they haven't. They just went to equally crappy-ass doctors, both of these people. I don't know. All right. Yeah, so we have another story here, and this is going to be the last one that we're going to jump into. And, man, this one is a little bit of a roller coaster, not going to lie. Um, I... I don't know how to feel about this one, but let's see if you guys like it. I'm falling in love with the husband of the woman my husband is cheating on me with. Dang. I'm 36 female, and my husband is 38 male. We have been together for 10 years and have one daughter who is six. She's everything to me. I found out a year ago that my husband is sleeping with his employee, female 30. How? Her husband, let's call him Jay, male 35, contacted me. He was heartbroken and thought that I ought to know. 
He provided me the text messages and dated when they've been in hotels. I recognize my husband's style and I recognize the other woman. I have seen her on multiple occasions when I visited my husband at work. She'd been nothing but kind and pleasant towards me and she always doted my daughter. I asked Jay what he wanted to do and he said that he wasn't sure yet, so I requested that we should meet. He agreed. I told him about my life and that I'm currently not working. After the pandemic, I lost my job and haven't really had any opportunity to find a job. Instead, I've been studying these past two years. If I got divorced now, I won't be able to provide for my daughter. That would probably put her in my husband's custody as a primary provider. I asked him if he could wait for a few months, and to my surprise, he agreed. I thanked him, but he told me that he didn't know what to do either, so he's happy to wait. The other woman has three children from a previous relationship, and he was worried that she would refuse him being in their lives once he confronted her because he's not the father. We kept in touch. He called me a few times a week, and soon we started to talk about things other than our failed marriages. We started going for walks, coffee, movies, etc. I found myself thinking about him often with a smile on my face. He was the first thing I thought of in the morning and the last thing I thought of before going to bed. For the last three to four months, we probably mentioned our spouses once or twice. We talk about everything else and he always makes me laugh. He thinks I'm funny too. Two weeks ago, we were having a picnic and he just blurted out, I think that I'm in love with you. When he explained himself, it just drove the point home that I am also in love with him. He said that at first he wasn't sure why he was feeling this towards me and explained it away as two jilted people finding comfort in each other. But then he realized that he wasn't broken anymore. That he even thinks of his wife's infidelity as a blessing because it led him to me. That was exactly how I felt too. I didn't know what to say. I told him that I'm terrified that these are false feelings that would go away once we freed ourselves from those who hurt us. He just beamed at me and said he was willing to take the risk just to find out. He kissed my hand because we were still married and if we did something, then how are we better than our significant others? I don't know what to do now. I found myself daydreaming about him and introducing him to my daughter, kissing him and waking up next to him every morning. I still have one semester left and then I'm probably going to find a job. I've already had some offers for when I'm finished with my studies. I have thanked Jade so many times for being so patient with me about everything. I appreciate that he's waiting for me to put my life in order before we expose our spouses who aren't really seeing each other as often as they used to. He told me he's happy to help and he just wants a real kiss as a thank you when everything is over. My goal now is to secure my job and leave this marriage. Am I pathetic for wanting to give Jay and I a shot and see where it would go? Can two broken hearts really find happiness together when their love story starts like ours? I feel like I don't know how they are okay with knowing this information that their spouses are cheating on each other, like on them and not saying anything and just stay living with this person, acting as if nothing has changed, nothing has happened. I just, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yes, I think it's, I think it's, um, uh, I, th I think it depends how their lifestyle is at home because like, if the spouse was already cheating on them, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's likely that the spouse was already acting cold towards them. Or their lifestyle at home was just probably not how it used to be. Mm -hmm. Like, it probably was already, like, a broken home, right? Um, and them now, like, living with their spouse, knowing that their spouse cheated, it probably doesn't make a difference. Like, they're probably just as cold as they normally were. It would definitely were. make a difference to me. Because maybe we're just going through a rough patch or something, but... Mm. But to know that you're doing that and just living every day like nothing has changed. It's a little like bit you psychotic, coming home late yeah. from work and 
like me pretending like I don't know where you're at or stuff like that. That I don't know. I couldn't do that. And I get that she has like her daughter to worry about, but I feel like uh, that that wouldn't be my concern. Not that I don't care for my daughter, but I know that I can't be a healthy person mentally by staying in this relationship like that. And if I'm in that state, how can I take care of my daughter? You know, I feel like yeah. I would want to get out of that situation. Maybe moving with my mom temporarily while I finish school, and, uh, and just don't see your daughter at all. No, like we both move in. Well, it says here, like, if the... She's assuming. Lost. Yeah. I don't know how this works. Me if, neither, if, but I just feel like the court wouldn't, like, just give my daughter to my husband because he's the one that cheated. That's what's causing this to happen. And if we're able to move in a home with, like, my mom... I think, I think the mom would... have to support. Yeah, I think it would have to be, like, that your mom has enough money to support you and your child, which... I think that's not the case for most people, you know? So, like, I don't know if that's an option for her. Is it a lot more support? It's I mean, a lot. It's a lot more support. Yeah, I mean... I, I mean, okay. it's more food. Yes. There, I mean, in a in a realistic point of view or yeah. realistic, right? Maybe it isn't. But from the judge's perspective, from the perspective of the law, mm-hmm. like, they probably already set numbers, that they need that you need to hit in order for it to be considered a a home that can support you and your child. Mm. You know, so like if the, if the number just, is like six thousand, like I you, think I would just be fuming every day at that house when you're around. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird though. Like this person's personality seems a little off to me. It seems like one of those movies, and this is literally like a movie, like happening right here that we're reading, right? But it seems like those movies where like the um uh, the wife is gonna like end up killing the, oh my gosh. the husband or something. You like, always go somewhere that I don't expect just saying, you like, to go. <laughs> like this in like look, she's way too calm. Like it just seems like like maybe she doesn't that, portray. That here. made me feel weird about it too, because it's like you meet up with this guy who told you that like they your spouse is cheating on you. Yeah. And then she's like, What are you gonna do? Could you could you wait a couple months? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just weird. I don't know. Maybe she is very, very logical. And I just don't get it. Because there doesn't seem to be any emotional Maybe she already like, had decision. a feeling. Yeah, but even then, like, if you had a feeling and you found out and it was confirmed, like, well, why are you not doing anything? you have a feeling anything? and you don't do anything to try to find out, like, and maybe she just isn't in love with him anymore. So she's like, oh, my suspicions are confirmed. I wasn't planning on doing anything either way. Yeah. So then you what? You're just kind of like, you just kind of leave it, it alone. It just feels and- weird. I, I don't know how you, and the spouse too, the husband, or mm-hmm. the the guy that she is talking to, right? Yeah. Like how is he also just with his wife, like, like normal? Yeah. That is a little weird. Um, There was a, there's actually two updates here. Really uh, long updates. Yeah, they're extremely long updates. So I'm not going to go and actually read through it all. Um, I'm just going to give a quick summary to them all. And if you want to, um, if you actually want to read them all, I'll, I'll go ahead and actually post these in the description this time around. Um, but the, the actual person, uh, their account is deleted. So I'm happy I was able to find them when I did. Um, so you can't really see anything else or you can't find any further updates than this. But essentially, um, she provided the first update, which was just information about how she's doing 
and how um uh, she's doing with Jay. So apparently after that conversation where they were at the park and he was like, I think I'm in love with you. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they actually decided that they shouldn't see each other anymore because it was getting like way too real. You know, mm -hmm. like, oh, like we might actually do something that we will regret and not be any better than our spouses. Right. Yeah. So they decided that they weren't going to talk to each other anymore, but they weren't able to keep that promise for too long. Um, uh, apparently they, they still continue having conversations and stuff. They actually didn't see each other um, anymore in person, but they still kept talking and texting and calling each other on a daily basis. Um, uh, but the, yeah, after that conversation, apparently they only saw themselves, they, they only saw each other once after that. And it was just to kind of do like a little celebration because it's been a year since they last like it, talked since about they it. Met. Yeah, since they met and stuff. When she got back to her home, she was overwhelmed with guilt. Like she, she kept feeling like she was lying to her husband. Mm -hmm. And he, and the husband actually stopped seeing the other woman. That they know of? As, as much as they know of, yeah. So it felt wrong for her because it's like, oh, we don't really even have an excuse anymore. Cause like they don't, they're not. My husband's not cheating anymore actively. Mm -hmm. Um, so we don't really like like. There's not a whole lot of updates that we can talk about about them in our conversations. It just it seemed like she was just overwhelmed with all the guilt of of her being the one now that's like in a way actively emotionally cheating. Mm -hmm. And and the husband he started feeling a little more warm. He started trying to like kind of her in husband, a way, yeah, yeah. Her husband in the way started trying to be more like like let's rebuild this. You know, like not like that they he, talked about yeah, it. Yeah, they didn't talk about it, but he was more like he was just actively doing it, you know? Yeah. And she just felt really, really like guilty. But she she thought about like the the potential of her just like maybe, you know, like, oh, let's maybe we should fix it for the sake of our daughter. Mm -hmm. But she just couldn't like see him the same anymore because of she knows what he's done. He's she knows what conversations he's had with someone else, you know, all that stuff. So she just couldn't. There's a part there that yeah. I do want to read. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, oof. Okay. I looked at my husband and tried to remember what I loved about him, but I couldn't. All I could see were the texts to her, how great the last time was and what he wanted to do to her next time. All the things he once told me he wanted to do with me and did with me. That made me feel so special. Dang. Yeah, that's deep, dude. That is, that's tough. That's a toughie. You just can never forget that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, you can't. No, you cannot. That must hurt. That must yeah. hurt a lot. Um, uh, but, yeah. Um, kind of going back to the summary here. And, and that just kind of gives you an example of how she felt through the whole time, right? And um, just kind of a little bit of what she was going through here. But, basically, um, uh, he they kind of came to a conclusion that they just shouldn't. Um, see each other anymore and that um, uh, maybe they should just take an, an actual break from each other and uh, just see like how they can do individually like hey this is there's just too much messiness yeah. around here right like it's just, it's just jumbled up to in such an ugly way um, she's aware that she can't uh, salvage her marriage but she doesn't want to be entangled with this other relationship right now. She just comes to she just kind of kind of wants to focus on her studies, and just kind of like write it out for a little bit. Um, but that's basically the first update. The second update that we actually got here was a little bit of um, uh, a little bit of a sad one actually. And this one's a little bit shorter, so I can actually jump into this one to see um just to read it here. She says, and and the, the title here is Jay has now left his wife. Hi everyone. 
I know I had a dramatic episode last time I was here and swore not to update again, but I'm a woman. I can change my mind if I want to. Last time I was overwhelmed by the amount of comments and messages about me being a bad mother and I just couldn't take it. So I freaked out on you. But today I have a little update. It's not about me, but it's about Jay. Jay's mom is sick. She lives in another city about seven to eight hours away. Jay went to visit her and he texted me before going. He apologized for texting me because we weren't supposed to keep in touch anymore, but he wanted me to know he was out of town. I drove over there on Thursday because it sounded like it was serious. I arrived at the hospital around noon. He looked miserable. His mother isn't even old. She is 58. My heart is breaking. I could only stay for an hour before heading back home. I feel so guilty leaving him alone. His sisters live across the world and they won't be able to fly home before Christmas. On Friday, Jay came home and broke off his marriage. I don't know all the details, but he didn't mention to her that he knew about her infidelity. Just that he wasn't happy anymore and didn't want to be married to her. He texted me and thanked me for visiting him and his mother and told me about him filing for a divorce from his wife. He is moving back home to his hometown to be with his mother. He left yesterday, but he will be back once more to get the rest of his stuff. Even though I understand him and even if I wasn't seeing him anymore, the city feels empty and gloomy without him. Dude, I feel like this whole thing was literally just a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just all a movie. And it didn't end, like, ro- like with a nice romantic Which, ending. I'm just going to say, even though, if this is true, whatever, right? It is what it is. But, like, I like those movies when they don't end in, like, a, in a good... It's like a bittersweet ending, you know? Where, like, yeah, you got what you needed out of it. But, like, realistically, it, it just couldn't work out, you know? I hate those movies. I want <laughs> happy ending all the time. Yeah. Um... Uh, I, in a way, I feel like this is probably the best outcome. The only thing left now is that she... He's still just, in that marriage. Yeah, just break off that marriage and, and just see if you can support your child or something one way or another. Maybe find a job or whatever. Just leave it and just start a new life. Just, you know, do something else with your life. Because, like, this is just too much. Like, you, you just know, need to kind of put this in the past. Something that I will say that always gets me sad, and I just don't know how things like that happen. But okay. being so in love with someone and building a life with someone, and then just at some point, all that kind of goes away. Like, ah, oh, that's just so sad to think about. Like, yeah. you, you, the person that you swore your whole life to, you just don't feel the same about them anymore. And you just need to plan a new life. How does that happen? How do you just all that love go away? How does that love go away? I think, I think it doesn't. I think you need to find some sort of therapy or something to to fix that. Because like, I don't think human beings are made to to be able to just forget things like that. Like I think we have too much memories in our head mm-hmm. to be able to just move on, you know. So I think people who who do have a life or a love story like that and then it just breaks off and whatever you moved on to the next life mm-hmm. or not not life but next thing in your life i feel like if they don't seek some sort of therapy or something i think a part of them is always going to just be broken you, you know? think so i think so yeah i think i think there's going to be a lot of but damage there but i guess my there question was repair. more of like how does that happen you know oh. like nothing really goes wrong it just kind of like I think, yeah. And you fall out of you fall out out of love. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that happens. I, that makes me so sad. <laughs> yeah, it is sad. And um, this is not supposed to be a sad pack sad podcast, so we're gonna go ahead and steer away from there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's I'm it's just a gonna tough. be in my depressed corner. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. It's it's very 
I don't understand that. It's very confusing, or I don't, I don't get how that happens. But I mean, I don't think it happens. I mean, does it happen often? I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like ultimately things happen for a reason, right? So, if anything, maybe that was supposed to happen to them, so they can now find a better life or something. I honestly, I hope if the best anything, for her. Anything this should be like proof that she can find love again and she can have those emotions again. Yeah. And she'll find someone. I agree. I agree. I I hope the best. I hope she figures it out in court. Like I I, I hope she wins. And um, you know something that I find I find weird, hmm. like court, just in general, like custody battles and stuff like that. Um, is that just the the norm? Like if you get a divorce. By default, you'll go into a cost custody battle. Is is? I don't think so. Is that I think, what people do? I think sometimes you you can just sign off your parental, um, your no, parental well, rights. No, that's, that's even more rare. Yeah. Because that's just saying I don't want to be this kid, the parent to these kids anymore. But yeah. I guess what I'm saying is like when my parents split up, I was already older. But like when I was younger, they had talked about getting split up when they were going to. They always like left it up to us where we wanted to live, you know, even though I was I was like in third grade and I kind of thought that that was the norm, you know, mm. like no animosity yeah. towards the parents. And it's just like the kids decide. Um, so it's, it, I, I just find it weird how automatically like you get a divorce and it's like go to court. I don't think I know enough about how that happens, but. I mean, your parents didn't actually get divorced. They're divorced, but they're still married. They didn't want to do the paperwork. Yeah, they're so, just like bye. Yeah, so I don't know how all that works. I mean, I I didn't. No, I'm, I guess I'd what like I'm saying to, is like, why is her like first thought to be like, I'm gonna lose custody of battle. Yeah. You know. I mean, what if the child doesn't even want to be with her? <laughs> um, Dang. But that'd be even worse, huh? But no, I I don't I don't know I don't know how this all works. Maybe it's just easier to represent to have someone represent you, so you can win more. I don't know. Bad blood. Why don't you have know? the answers? I don't know. I'm just not I'm not that person. I'm not the person that has all the answers. <laughs> um, but um, um, dang secrets. I yeah, stupid secrets. Need to find them all out. Um, I, I but like I do hope that it, it, something comes good out of this. I maybe maybe it'll be like those romantic stories where like they don't see each other for twenty years and then they they reconnect after twenty years and they fall in love with him again. Yeah, Jay and her. Um, uh, maybe it's one of those. But if it's not, then how she hopefully she finds love again. What's what's your there. biggest secret? My biggest secret. Um. Oh, you know what my biggest secret is? My biggest secret is that when you're not home, I. I actually use the restroom with the door open. That's my <laughs> biggest secret. That's your biggest secret? That's my biggest secret, yeah. I don't... I actually find more comfort in the door being open when I'm using the restroom than when I'm not. What? Yeah, like if I if I use... Okay. And by using the restroom, I mean like going number two. Like the number two? I think it's just... It's nicer when the door is open. I feel like when the door is closed, it's like... It's just so claustrophobic. When the door's open, it's claustrophobic? No, no, when the door's closed, okay. it's claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. When the door's open, it just feels like I'm free. Like, I'm free to the world. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. This feels better. <laughs> I did not see that coming. That's my biggest secret. What's your biggest secret? I don't have a secret. Boo. 
You came up the, with that so fast. Like you've been holding that in. No, I mean, I, I mean, I also looked over there. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, like I, I found inspiration from the restroom area. But I don't have secrets. Well, you just just that boring, I guess. Excuse <laughs> you. Um, it's cut. If you think of it, let us know before the outro happens. But um, uh, that's it. That's the episode here. I hope you guys enjoyed. What's your um, biggest secret? Oh, that's a good twist. Yeah, put it in the comment section below. Um, uh, True off my chest right in the comment section. Yeah, right now, so yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, don't forget to subscribe and uh, just follow us, follow us along the journey. We also have an Instagram page if you guys want to check that out. We have a TikTok. Dude, we are like so close to a thousand followers on TikTok. So that's very exciting. Um, uh, and yeah, if you guys want to go ahead and see all of these little like um, stories being told, just just a little tiny bit. I think it's like a minute long or whatever. Um, instead of just watching the whole thing, you can check out TikTok there. And um, yeah, just go ahead and hit subscribe if you want to. And we'll see you in the next episode. Later. Now I won't be able to sleep. What is my biggest secret? What am I hiding from myself? What are you hiding? Bye.